And good afternoon, GRN listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas listening area. Thank you to everyone tuning in from Marble Falls, Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, and right here in good old San Antonio. We are grateful that you've decided to spend this hour joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. And joining me is my wonderful co-host for the program, Miss Trish Lujan. How are you doing today, Miss Trish? Oh, I'm doing great, Sean. It's great to be here. Did you miss us last week? I sure did. But I <laughs> loved the show last week, though. If you all missed it, you have to you have to get back on and, and learn more about St. Michael. That's right. I, that was amazing. So thanks for sharing that. On this program, we try bringing you a variety of informative discussions highlighting different people, ministries, and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. Today, we're going to speak with Father Bob Hogan, pastor at St. Henry Catholic Church here in San Antonio. He's also the director for the Catholic Center for Charismatic Renewal. Amen. Um, You know... As we mentioned prior to getting the show started today, you know, what a treat it really is for us to, to discuss, uh, yes. you know, to discuss the, uh, the Center for Charismatic Renewal, to discuss the Brothers of the Beloved Disciple, to discuss, uh, the, the conference, the regional conference that's going to be taking place March 3rd and 4th. Um, and I, I got to tell you, if anyone is familiar out there with the Brothers of the Beloved Disciple, if they're familiar with the, uh, the priest, Father Will Combs out there at St. Mary Magdalene, mm-hmm. I'm sure you're in for a treat to hear yes. from Father Bob Hogan today so yes. uh, and before a lot we... to uncover there too yeah so absolutely I'm really excited about this this yeah. interview <laughs> so uh, again uh you know if you're not already uh you know, if you haven't told all your friends uh, about the program, now will probably be a good time uh, to get everybody uh, tuning in. Uh, we're also streaming live on Facebook, so feel free to to join the uh, conversation uh, there on Facebook. Go to GRN, um, you know, search for GRN mm-hmm. South and Central TX on the Facebook, uh, you know, uh, you know, media outlet, I guess you call it, or <laughs> social media. Social media yes. platform. That's, there you go. There you go. Thanks for completing my sentence. Yes, my wife is not alone in that. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so before we get that conversation going, let's go ahead and get started the way that we should do all Amen. things, and that is in prayer. Uh, so, and remember, as we pray, you know, ask that the Lord would make his will known to you. But more importantly, pray for that grace to accomplish his will in loving obedience. So join me in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear God, may everything we do begin with your inspiration. Continue with your help and reach perfection under your guidance. With your loving care, lead all of us in our daily actions. Help us to persevere in love and sincerity. Bless us with an abundance of courage in proclaiming your holy name and the teachings of your church. Grant us the grace to do your will in loving obedience. Heavenly Father, keep us under your constant protection and draw us, our families, and our loved ones ever closer to you. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph, head of the Holy Family. Pray for us. Mary, mother of our Savior. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. 
So uh, let's get everyone caught up uh, on some of the things that took place this weekend. I want to first congratulate all the uh, confirmandi uh, who were you know, confirmed this weekend at St. Anthony de Padua Catholic Church uh, over the weekend. Uh, our, uh, you know, our uh, Ihada now, uh, you know, Isabella, uh, you know, was, was confirmed uh, with, the, with the wonderful group out there. Uh, you know, His Excellency, uh, you know, Bishop Gary Yannick uh, celebrated the confirmation mass, gave a wonderful homily. I got to tell you, too. Um, the homily he gave, you know, uh, of course, spoke about the gifts of the Spirit, you know, pray uh, and discern God's holy will for, for you and, and really to be courageous in, in living out his will for you, right? And of course, you know, this homily was really, you know, meant for the confirmandi out there, but, you know, uh, it's spoke to me and I'm sure it spoke to a lot of people because again, so many times I'm sure, you know, you're kind of, you know, at maybe a crossroads in your life and, you know, maybe you're wondering, man, what does God really, you know, what, what is his will for me? Um, and I got to tell you, it was, it was the second uh, time for me. The first one was at my axe retreat where I really felt I knew my place in this, uh, you know, in, in this vineyard of our Lord, you know, mm-hmm. to be a laborer for, for souls. Um, you know, so it really, uh, for the second time, I'm like, kind of like reawakened, you know, <laughs> it's, it, yes. it's a reawakening yes. as to, you know, my purpose here. And, uh, it, it, what a blessing it really is to be able to labor, uh, you know, in, in the vineyard, uh, to be able to be part of this wonderful Catholic radio apostolate. Uh, so again, uh, you know, what a wonderful time to be out there. Uh, and, you know, for all the, you know, all the the confer, you know, confirmandi and for all those who are still preparing for confirmation, you know, that now is the time. Now is the day and the age to be courageous uh, in, in living out our faith. Um, obviously, you know, you could turn on any any you know news source or whatever the case is, and it's tough to be faithful to the church. It's tough to you know be faithful uh, to what you believe. But you know what? God provides that. That grace, yes. he provides the strength for us to endure all. Yes, he brings you to it. He'll bring you through it. Amen yes. to that. Yeah, for sure. I <laughs> uh, also want to thank, uh, you know, uh, Father Eric and Father Paul yes. um, and all the parishioners there at, you know, St. Matthew Catholic Church over the weekend. Uh, they were so generous uh, in, in supporting us in our efforts. Uh, we did have our final parish car raffle sale out there this weekend. Uh, and I, I got to give a big thank you to everyone uh, for all the parishes out there that allowed us to come in and to uh, set up shop and sell raffle tickets. Um, you know, and as I, as I gave my, 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 my announcement or pulpit announcement, uh, even to hear, um, you know, Father Eric give his uh, announcement yesterday. Um, it, it's a wonderful um, the mission of evangelization through the power radio that, that we get to participate in here. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And I I tell people often that, you know, people come back to the sacraments. They come back to church because of what they hear Mm -hmm. uh, on the programming. Uh, So for every, you know, what they learn too. Yeah, absolutely. Every day you learn, there's, there's just no way we can learn everything about our faith. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. So again, you know, even through this car raffle, uh, I I would see the looks on on people's faces. I would hear some of the comments and, (laughs) Uh, you know, That's and I understand, <laughs> yes, but you know, to the opposite of that yeah. too, ah, you know, I don't need the car. Right. I don't want the car, but you know, I tell people all the time, look, you may not need or want the car. And I completely understand that. Okay. But every ticket purchased, all right, you were participating in our mission of evangelization exactly. through the power of radio. Yes. And for that, you know, we are extremely grateful. Uh, this is a network of 39 stations. Okay. Yeah. And uh, again, imagine the reach. I mean, here alone in the South and Central Texas area, um, you know, you heard me say in the opening, you know, we've got the five stations. Um, and I mean, the reach is enormous. And to hear, uh, to be fed, uh, you know, we, we 
our tagline is radio for your soul, but to be fed truth, uh, it, it is a, a wonderful thing. So again, for everyone who has already purchased your tickets, thank you so very much. For everyone who would still- And you can still, also purchase some more. Yeah. Can that's they ex- still purchase some more, Sean? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Give them the website, please. Well, I'm going to leave that to you. I have so many websites on right now. <laughs> but do call in and talk to Sean that's and right. order your tickets as, as to, before it's too late. That's right. Well, today is the last day. There you go. Today is the last day. Uh, they can go to grnonline.com mm-hmm. forward slash raffle uh, to, to purchase those tickets. You can call up here uh, to, to the office as well. We got our wonderful uh, volunteer, uh, Miss Irene. Irene. Yep. Yes. she's taking uh, you know she's taking those um, you know those orders so to speak. Yes. Um, so again, if you haven't had the chance uh, to purchase those tickets just yet, uh, I'd encourage you to do so. It only takes one, uh, but. We're not going to you know, keep you from buying as many as you like. Do the five, you know? right? Because you get a better deal. Sure. <laughs> you know, if you say so, she said it, I didn't. Okay. Uh, but yes, uh, one thing I also want to talk about is the San Antonio Coalition for Life, yes. uh, 40 Days for Life kickoff that took place uh, yesterday there at St. Matthew's uh, Catholic Church also. Uh, their website is sacfl.org. Uh, what a wonderful way also to, uh, to coincide with our Lenten observance uh, coming up. So the the kickoff of these 40 days uh, is February 22nd, mm-hmm. so Ash Wednesday. Um, and what you know, if you go to their website, the reason I, I reference the website, sacfl.org, is because on it, uh, they actually, you know, they publish the, you know, the, the 2022, uh, let's see, I'm, I'm reading. The, they have the signups there yeah, as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the signups for, uh, to pray on the sidewalk. Right. So you may want to, you know, take your family out there, yes. go out there, dedicate an hour or more, mm-hmm. uh, maybe an hour every, you know, every Friday, you know. Or stop uh, by on your lunchtime and something, head over there, yeah. You, you know, but. <laughs> fight it's is available. not over that's that's the key here i think uh yeah. you know when you say that mm-hmm. you are absolutely right you know when the dobbs decision came out uh, mm-hmm. last year it almost seems like people felt this vic- victory right. which i mean and yes and, and they is. had you mm-hmm. know yes uh but again it's one of those things where the battle was won right. but the war wages on exactly. i mean it's still a battle or it's still a war for the hearts and souls yes. uh, of uh women in in these uh, who feel like they're in this you know predicament and we yeah. have to be even uh, more vigil than ever oh, yeah. uh, to to pray, yeah. uh, to offer fast and sacrifice, and 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 again, um, what a better time than mm-hmm. you know than Lent to, to begin some of those things. Absolutely. And we also have a forty cans for Lent. What's going on with that? Yeah, so forty cans for Lent. Uh, that that's very interesting to me because that's very new to me, and I'm really happy to hear about that. And that's coming from Catholic Charities. So February twenty second through April sixth. Um, and there are multiple ways you can support the family struggling with food and security during the 40 cans donation drive. Um, and, and also you can go to their website, ccaosa.org. You know, tell me a little bit about the history of, uh, that 40 cans for Lynn. How did all that come about? Trish? So it started in 2010 when Dennis Chaput, and I'm, am I pronouncing his name right, Sean? Chaput. There you go. Chaput. So. Yeah. Member of Our Lady of Guadalupe and Helotis had a vision in the middle of the night. Jesus asked him to feed his hungry people and told him what the program should be. He started with the Knights of Columbus Council 8306 that year. And so each year, more Knights, Councils, and even non-Catholic churches began to pick up the program. Today, it has spread all over the country and to other countries. Yeah. 
as well. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Wow. Something that started right here. Yeah. I spoke with, uh, you know, I spoke with Mr. Chappett, spoke with uh, Kenny mm-hmm. Racer across the street or across the hall uh, about this, uh, you know, when we kicked off the campaign last year. And it was just really yeah. so fascinating that this, that started with them. Again, one person, you know, one vision, um, and he just said yes. Yeah. And it went forward, mm-hmm. you, you know. And it's a real beautiful thing because you, you literally, it's so simple though. Um, you know, a lot of these other programs, it's kind of like, okay, let me write down the instructions. But <laughs> <laughs> this one is donate. You donate one can of food yeah. for each of the 40 days That's right. Christ suffered in the desert. Oof. 40 days, yeah. That's amazing. You know, as we uh, get to talking more about, um, you know, Lent, it, it's just such a, a wonderful time really to kind of cut the fat, right. so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, all those excesses that we engage in. Uh, maybe you're watching too much TV. Maybe you're eating too right. much. Maybe you're complaining too much. Yes. You know, you just cut out all those excesses and you really just take this time to enter into the you know spiritual desert, right. you know, and uh, look to Christ as our model for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he himself, God himself was tempted and he was able to be, you know, to, to have that strength to, to, to endure all that. And he, he laid he he laid the example for us, right? Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also want to um, wish a happy anniversary to uh, our friends, Javier and Alisa Zamago. They were here this morning. Uh, they actually, uh, you know, were one of our wonderful volunteers selling uh, raffle tickets for us. Um, look, they're going to they're gonna be mad at me. They just told me this, okay? 36, 36 or 37 years. Was it 36? 36 years. Well, I, don't, I can't remember if it was 36 <laughs> or 37, but either way. Yeah. Either I mean, way, it could be. Maybe they can call us and let us know. <laughs> so I am we certainly. We don't want to mess that up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So we are, uh, you know, we're going to be praying for them that the Lord continue Amen. to bless them, to bless their marriage mm-hmm. uh, with another year, uh, you know, filled with love and, and good health and with joy. Um, so what a wonderful example of the, you know, and witness to the, the sacrament of marriage. Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, before, uh, you know, we, we get to, you know, talking about, um, you know, everything, um, you know, Charismatic Renewal Center, everything Brothers Beloved Disciple, I want to give uh, one last announcement. A happy, well, this is a early happy birthday announcement, mm-hmm. uh, in fact, to uh, Father Eric Ritter of St. Matthew. In fact, yeah. uh, his birthday happens to be on Ash, Ash Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was telling my wife the other day, I'm so glad my birthday didn't fall uh, on Ash Wednesday this year. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad uh, uh, I'm not going to be fasting and right. all that for my birthday. So, Father Eric, I will be eating my birthday cake on your behalf Amen. Okay, on Thursday. <laughs> and we also have a birthday. It's your daughter's birthday yes, too, right? Ash Wednesday will be her birthday as well. How about that? Yeah. I said, well, we'll do a little, very little meeker frugal <laughs> celebration. Okay. But you know, at that age, right? At, at the age of eight, seven, eight-ish, uh-huh. you want to celebrate it the whole month. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. Look, I know adults that want to celebrate it the whole month, okay? Yeah. So, so no, I'm I, just saying. I, and we we've will, been celebrating it already. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I also want to, uh, you know, talk... Um, you know, if you haven't already received it, all right, um, the invitations for the for this year's fish, you know, the 16th annual Fishers of Men benefit dinner has gone out already. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we are going to be recognizing uh, the Daughters of Mary Help of Christians, affectionately known as the Salesian Sisters of mm-hmm. St. John Bosco. Uh, we're going to recognize them for, for their work, uh, you know, with the youth, you know, uh, in living out mm-hmm. uh, and witnessing to the virtues of faith, hope, and charity and, and everything that they do. Um, and we're going to also have uh, 
Monsignor Charles Pope, our Friday host for the GRN produced program on, um, you know, a life lived joyfully that you can hear every Monday through Friday at, at three o'clock. Uh, but he's our Friday host and Monsignor Charles Pope is, is sure to inspire. Uh, so again, lots going on. Uh, the website, uh, you know, on the website, you've got information for it. Uh, and you actually had a chance to meet the sisters uh, over the weekend. Amazing. Amazing. Y'all, if you have not visited the sisters, the Salesian sisters of St. John Bosco, daughters of Mary, help of Christians, you have to. They, they, they're, they welcome everybody with open arms. Yeah. Uh, and they pray the rosary. We're going to be meeting them on the 24th of every month oh, to pray that? the rosary with them. How about it's that? so beautiful. Why Shana? the 24th of every month? Is there some significance? Yes, it to is that? their feast day. Or it's the, it's, I believe, uh, Sister Mary Mozzarella. Yep. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Well, you know what Sister Sydney said? The way you memorize that is mozzarella cheese. Yes. And so that stuck in my head. And when you said that, my mouth watered. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe it has something to do with her feast or yeah. on, on the 24th of every month. So um, the girls just enjoyed it. They yeah. didn't want to leave. Moms didn't want to leave. And Sister Bernadette was explaining they're yeah. going to have a whole slew of things mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, one thing that they mentioned that was so powerful for our little girls was a mom asked, what can what can we do for our girls to help them discern the vocation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to become a sister one day as as we're hurting for vocations these days and 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 sister sydney lovely sister sydney she said bring them around other sisters and i said well we're gonna be here every day then <laughs> so she had a she had a they, they we all had a wonderful time amen to that and you know they are so active uh, in the community if you follow them on facebook they're always I was just telling you this too. I mean, you know, they're, they, they wear their, their home and away uniform, right, quote right. unquote uniform, yeah. you know, their habits, <laughs> right? And, uh, you know, they just look so joyful. They are, you know, every time you see them, uh, they're just radiating, uh, you know, th- this beauty about them. And it really is, you know, comes from a place that's good and holy. And it's infectious. Yes. Yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. So again, uh, you know, if you'd like to, uh, you know, to, to meet them, uh, if you'd like to help us recognize them, uh, you know, go to the grnonline.com uh, website and, uh, you know, reserve, you know, register to reserve uh, your table or individual seats uh, for the upcoming Fishes of Men uh, benefit dinner. Uh, and with that, uh, without delay, I want to go ahead and welcome to the program uh, Father Bob Hogan. Father Bob Hogan uh, does serve as pastor at St. Henry Catholic Church here in San Antonio. He's also the director for the Catholic Center for Charismatic Renewal, which mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of us, uh, we are going to learn so much and, and chat with him today. So again, without delay, welcome to the program, Father Bob. How are you doing today, sir? Thank you. It's great to be with you. Thank you for having me on. Oh, uh, let me turn that, hit that blue button right there. There you, there you go. Yeah, sorry about that. That's all right. Welcome. I'm glad to be with you. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah. You know, uh, Father Bob, if I can, uh, if I can ask you, um, you know, we, I follow the Charismatic Renewal Center, uh, you know, on Facebook. I see a lot of the, you know, I, I hear it talked about often. Uh, but first, could you tell us what is, you know, the the Catholic Center for Charismatic Renewal? How did you, how did you become part of it? You know, what's your role with it? And maybe let's start there. Sure. I mean, let's start first with the word uh, charism. The word charism is the Greek word in the Bible. It means gift of the Spirit, gift of the Holy Spirit. And so the charismatic renewal emphasizes the role of the Holy Spirit in, in the church and the gifts of the Spirit in the church. Uh, they're actually, the international office of charismatic renewal is called Charis International, and it's actually part of one of the 
the Vatican departments. They call them dicasteries. Uh-huh. The dicastery for laity, family, and life. Charismatic renewal is part of that. And Pope Francis has said that we need to more strongly emphasize and teach about the role of the Holy Spirit in the church. And so he's encouraged charismatic renewal and their role of emphasizing the role of the Holy Spirit. So at the Charismatic Center, we work with about 40 prayer groups throughout the archdiocese. Most of them are in parishes, but some are also home groups. Uh, uh, We have probably more Spanish-speaking than English-speaking, about 60% Spanish-speaking, 40% English-speaking prayer groups. Uh, we do. We have an actual building since 1977. Actually, uh, Father Enda McKenna originally under Archbishop Flores encouraged him to find a place, and then after Father Enda, Bishop Tom Flanagan was the director of it, and then about 15 years ago, I took over as the director of the center. So, so we really emphasize the role of the Holy Spirit. We have prayer groups. Prayer groups usually put on a year what we call Life in the Spirit Seminar, which mm-hmm. is really kind of a, a basic evangelization tool. You know, like uh, Acts Retreats can be an evangelization sure. tool to awaken people's faith. The Life in the Spirit Seminar focuses on the basic message of God's love, mm-hmm. uh, salvation in Jesus through repentance, faith, and becoming a disciple of Jesus, mm-hmm. um, understanding the role of the Holy Spirit in your life. And we have an opportunity for people then to renew their baptismal promises as adults, and receive prayer that the Holy Spirit may be, the, the grace of the Holy Spirit that's in them through sacraments of baptism and confirmation gets stirred up. St. Paul yeah. says, stir into a flame the gift of God that was given to you when I laid hands upon you. And so it's meant to be a stirring up of the grace of the Holy Spirit in them and then to be able to keep growing in a lifestyle in the Holy Spirit. You know, Father, uh, when you say stir up, um, you know, that the Holy Spirit... Um, how does, you know, as, as the lay people, um, and I'm probably asking on behalf of maybe 90% of us here maybe don't understand the role of the Holy Spirit, uh, but how does the Holy Spirit become dormant in each one of us? Sure. Well, first of all, uh, I love to quote one of my favorite saints on the Holy Spirit. His name is St. John of Avila. He lived the same time as St. Teresa of Avila, yes. who's more well-known than he is. But he was a great preacher on the Holy Spirit. And in his preaching, he says, the reason we don't experience enough of the Holy Spirit at times, and here he, he was preaching a mission, preparing people for Pentecost Sunday when the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. came upon the early church. He said, one is, we don't understand and expect too much of the Holy Spirit. Mm. We don't know. I always tell the people, um, do you know what the name Christ means? You know, hardly anyone knows what the name Christ means. They kind of know it's not Jesus' last name. It wasn't <laughs> Joseph Christ and Mary Christ, and he became Jesus Christ. They kind of know, don't know that. But I said, hardly anyone knows that Christ is the, the Greek term that translates the Hebrew word Messiah, which means the anointed of the Holy Spirit. That in the Old Testament, when God chose someone, a priest, a prophet, or king, they were anointed with oil and prayer, so the Holy Spirit came upon them. King David, when he was just a teenager, was anointed by the yeah. prophet Samuel. And it says, when he anointed him, the Holy Spirit rushed upon him. He mm. sensed a presence. Yeah. He sensed a release of fear. In fact, right after that is the whole story of David and Goliath, where he's just a teenager, and he has the courage to face this big warrior because he's got the Holy Spirit. So in the Old Testament... You have the priests, the prophets, and kings receiving this anointing of the Holy Spirit. But then the prophets began to say there will be a final anointed one, a final Messiah, a final Christ. And John the Baptist, when he sees Jesus, he says, 
He's the one who will baptize you in the Holy Spirit, meaning he is the Messiah. He's the one who has the full anointing of the Holy Spirit. And through him, all of, not only just the priests, prophets, and kings, but all the followers of Jesus, because he's the Christ, will share this gift of the Holy Spirit. So John Avila says, first of all, people don't understand enough. They don't expect enough about the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, at the Last Supper, wait and pray. It's better that I leave you, because if I don't leave you, I can't send you the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. As his ascension, he said, Whoa, whoa, don't do anything yet. Mm-hmm. Wait and pray because you're going to receive power from on high through the Holy Spirit. And so we have to have an expectation that I said the Spirit gives us a love that's more than our love. He releases us a fear. He gives us power. He gives us spiritual gifts. He gives us guidance. So we first have to help people have an expectation of what the Holy Spirit sure. does. And then St. John of Alva says the second thing is you have to stir up a desire. Do you really want this gift? Do you really want your life to be led by the Holy Spirit? You want Jesus to share his gift of the Holy Spirit. And so if you understand it well and you desire it well, and that's what we do in our Life and Spirit seminar, help them understand it better, help them desire it, want to make a commitment to Jesus, and then receive prayer that this gets stirred into a flame in their lives. Amen. Amen. Wow. Trish. Yeah, so I, I'm 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 listening to everything you're saying, mm-hmm. Father Bob, and and for for some folks listening, I'm sure they're like what Sean was saying. Ninety percent of us are very new to this whole, um, you know, the the, sure. the charismatic part of the mm-hmm. faith. Can you explain to those listeners a bit more about how to you know get in? Uh, not not per se how to get involved, but the the beginnings in in terms of this is part of the faith. This isn't sure. something new. This isn't something, you know, like it's not a fad. It's something that is real sure. within our faith. Good, thank you. As I said, the movement is within the Vatican dicastery, right. so it's considered part of the ministry of the whole church. Um, the Second Vatican Council in the document of the church was the first said, the church is both hierarchical and charismatic. Hierarchical means the structure, the order of the Pope, the bishops, the priests, and the sacraments because you need ordained people to do the sacraments. That's kind of a basic structure that Jesus set up. But he also said, you need the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit blows where he wills, and the Holy Spirit raises up things. So, for example, every religious order is part of the charismatic dimension of the church. God gave the Salesian sisters, mm-hmm. gave someone an inspiration right. to start this community. That yeah. was a charism, a gift of the Spirit. Uh-huh. Um, devotion to Divine Mercy Chaplet. Yeah. That is a gift of the Spirit. Someone got an inspiration. The person you started this uh, can drive, yeah. that was an inspiration mm-hmm. he received by the Holy Spirit yeah. to do something. So the charismatic just emphasizes that the church, the charismatic part of the church, and the two, the hierarchical and charismatic, need to work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that everyone, uh, you know, we priests can't do it all. You, all, all you out there, and you should know that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty busy out here, kind of thing. So all of you need to use the yes. gifts God has given you, and not only your personal, natural gifts, but you also are meant to be empowered by the Spirit with spiritual gifts that enhance and strengthen how you minister to others. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's, that's super exciting, uh, Father. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be up against the break uh, in just a, a few seconds. But when we, uh, when we come back, I really want to learn more about you, your own experience with, um, you know, with the Holy Spirit. How did you first recognize or identify, uh, you know, you know, the, the call of, of the Holy Spirit, not just to, you know, to, to, to the priesthood, uh, but also, you know, how did you, 
you know, how did you really come in tune uh, with, uh, you know, his, his promptings for you? It's a it's a prayer of mine daily, um, you know, to, to be sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Um, and again, I, I can't wait to hear more about this. Yes. So that music does mean that we're going to take a quick break, but don't change that station. We will be right back. Register now for the 2023 San Antonio Regional Catholic Charismatic Conference, Eucharistic Revival, Jesus the Eucharist, the Holy Spirit, on March 3rd and 4th at St. Mary Magdalene Catholic Church. It will be a true revival for our faith. Tracks offered in English and Spanish, powerful testimonies, a healing service, a bilingual mass with Archbishop Gustavo, and more. Visit cccrsa.net to register. Hi, folks. This is Sean, your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network here in South and Central Texas. And I'm inviting the ladies and the men out there tuning in right now to register and reserve your table or seat for this year's Fishers of Men Benefit Dinner taking place on Thursday, April 13th at the Banquet Hall at Holy Trinity Catholic Church. Monsignor Charles Pope, pastor at Holy Comforter St. Cyprian Catholic Church, in Washington, D.C., and longtime Catholic media contributor will be our keynote speaker and is sure to inspire. The Daughters of Mary, Help of Christians, also known affectionately as the Salesian Sisters, will be recognized as this year's Fishers of Men honorees for their shining example in living out the virtues of faith, hope, and charity. Join us for a faith-filled evening celebrating Catholic radio in South and Central Texas and our special guests. Go to grnonline.com and click on local events to register. Hey, Donnie, what are the mysteries that we pray on the rosary? Glorious, luminous, joyful, and powerful. There you go. As parents, we're the primary educators of our Catholic faith to our children. And if you don't know your Catholic faith as well as you should, that's okay. Just tune in daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network by logging online to grnonline.com. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Listen, learn, love, and pass it on. And welcome back, folks, to In His Vineyard, your live and local program. Uh, if you're joining us uh, for this hour, man, what a wonderful conversation that yes. we're having with uh, Father Bob Hogan of the uh, you know um, Catholic Center for Charismatic Renewal and pastor at St. Henry Catholic Church here in San Antonio, uh, talking about all things charismatic, talking about all things Holy Spirit, uh, and we're going to pick up um, you know where, where we left off uh, in this conversation. And we when we went to the break, I wanted to learn more, Father, about uh, you know your own history uh, and call uh, you know not just to the priest through your vocation and such, uh, but when did you recognize uh, this this relationship that you were having with with the Holy Spirit and um, you know in your ability to to carry that forward through this charismatic uh, you know center? Uh, thank you. Well, let me give you the shortened version because I don't want to take all the time. <laughs> with the story, but I've actually been involved with the charismatic renewal since I was seventeen years old. Wow! So um, I actually. Uh, had a situation where I was working as a lifeguard. My family all were swimmers and we're all lifeguards between my junior and senior year in Cleveland, Ohio, where I'm originally from. And at our pool, they put three black students. There was a lot of racial prejudice at that time. 
and some of the other teenagers treated them very badly. And, and I didn't treat them badly. In fact, I there was a basketball court next door, and I was a basketball player. And so when I wasn't when I wasn't having to be a lifeguard, I would shoot baskets with a couple of the black guys that were there. And some of the people, I guess, didn't like it. And one day I came into my locker and someone had blown it open and destroyed everything in my locker. Wow. And there was a little handwritten side that said N-word lover mm. on it. And um, But something hit me. And I, I didn't understand the Holy Spirit at this point, even though I went to a Catholic boys' school. But... What hit me was not, oh, I know who did that. I'm going to get them. What hit me was, you know, if you had really stood up for them, you could be proud of this. Oh, Remember Jesus said, when yeah. they persecute you yeah. for living your faith, rejoice and be glad. Your reward will be great in heaven. Yeah. And that led me to begin to see there were a lot of ways that I was a respectful kid. I went to church, but I, I didn't have the courage and the love mm-hmm. to get involved in situations that were difficult. And I, my senior year, I went on a retreat, and we had a priest that was involved in the early charismatic renewal. This was 1970. And um, I shared my story with him. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he said, well, it sounds like you're trying to be a Catholic without Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And I said, whoa, Father, you lost me. What are you talking about here? Kind of thing. He says, well, you know, really, what the heart of being Catholic is a relationship with Jesus where you choose to put him first in your life. Mm, yeah. And if you do that, he's the one who then gives us the Holy Spirit, who gives us the love and the courage and the strength to reach out and get beyond that. And and on that retreat, I went off by myself and I knelt down at a cot, the cot they were sleeping on. And I said, Jesus, I've always known you, but I've never really said to you, I want you first in my life. And so I made a commitment to put him first in my life. And I said, I, I need this Holy yeah. Spirit and that was a very profound experience for me. I just sensed the presence of Jesus with me. Uh, I just sensed his love surrounding me in a special way. Right. Uh, and I began to sense in my life a greater courage, you know, I'm not perfect, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. But, yeah. And I remember the priest encouraged me to start reading the New Testament. And I had a New Testament in my closet from my sophomore year. It had been there for two years and never opened. <laughs> and I dug it out. And this is the first night I opened it up. And I didn't know where anything was in the Bible at all. But the first passage I opened it to said, it is not I who live, but Christ Jesus in me. I live my human life, but it's a life of faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And I read, I said, that's exactly what just happened today to me. Yeah. I, I realized I have to put Jesus first. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, yeah, I'm still the, my own personality, but I become more fully who we're meant to be through yeah. the Holy Spirit, through Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And then after that, I got involved with the prayer group and youth groups and lots of things. And over 50 years, I've been involved many places in many ways with Charismatic Renewal. <laughs> I was the national chairperson for the Charismatic Renewal Movement and the English-speaking movement. I'm presently on the national committee for the Charismatic Renewal. But, but it was that touch of the Holy Spirit. And over all these years, being able to see people lead them to a, a commitment to Jesus and understanding the Holy Spirit so they begin to see the Holy Spirit working in them and working through them. Amen. Amen. And at this conference, for those of us listening, um, can you explain how, we can, how we'll be able to learn more about our encounter with the Holy Spirit? Sure, great. Yeah, every year for 25 years or more, we have done a yearly conference from the Catholic right. Center to Charismatic Renewal. The last number of years... Almost 15. It's been at St. Mary Magdalene Church. It'll be again this year. We actually have an English and a Spanish track. 
Uh, the only thing we do together is the Mass, and Archbishop Gustavo will be there to do the Mass on Saturday where we bring both groups together, but mm-hmm. otherwise it's two separate uh, conferences. Uh, this year, because the U.S. bishops are focusing, as you know well, three years on the yeah. Eucharist, yes. our theme is going to be Eucharist revival, Eucharistic Revival, Jesus, the Eucharist, and the Holy Spirit. And so in the English track... We're blessed to have uh, Dr. Alan Schreck, mm-hmm. who's a professor of theology at Franciscan University of Steubenville. He and I have known each other for many, many years. He actually was one of my teachers. Uh, I got a, actually got a master's degree at Franciscan University of Steubenville. I was already a priest at that time and a chaplain of a high school in Pittsburgh, which is very close uh-huh. there. And so uh, he wrote a, he wrote a number of books. One book is called Catholic and Christian, where he explains all the basic teachings of the Catholic faith, including the Eucharist, including Mass. And he's just so clear and so biblical and solid. So he's going to be speaking. Uh, I'm going to be doing one talk on the Eucharist and the Holy Spirit. I actually gave this talk to the priests of the Archdiocese, but a little longer version sure. of how the Holy Spirit makes alive the things of Jesus. That's his role. Jesus says, the Spirit will is the Spirit of truth. He'll lead you into all truth, and he makes alive. So you know, we've been baptized, we've got confirmation, we go to the, receive communion. But for some people, it's just kind of going through the motions, you know? Yes. And, and do they really understand what this gift is that they're receiving in Holy Communion? Right. And so I'm going to talk about how the Holy Spirit can make alive all the things, and especially Holy Communion. Yes. And we have uh, Gail Derizuski, who's at St. Matthew's. I'm talking about St. Matthew's earlier. Yeah. She is the director of uh, RCIA and uh, conf- adult confirmation for many years there at the parish and has been involved with the Charismatic Renewal for many years. She'll also be giving one of the presentations. Now, one of the styles of Charismatic Renewal, the Psalms talk about Psalm 95, come let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us greet him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to him. So we tend to have a style of active praising and singing and rejoicing in God in our prayer meetings because the Psalms say that. You know, we also need quiet prayer, of course. Yeah. But but sometimes we don't know. When we rejoice and praise God, it opens us to the presence of the Holy Spirit. So we will have time of praising and worshiping God. We'll have our teachings. We'll have a couple testimonies by people just talking about what the Eucharist has meant and how Jesus has become alive in their life. Uh, we will have at the end, after uh, the final talk, some time of Eucharistic adoration and meditation and focusing on the Eucharist as a healing sacri- sacrament. Mm-hmm. And I'll be leading some meditation on that and how God wants to touch and heal people. And then we'll put the Blessed Sacrament away and we'll have Team, we have teams who have been trained to pray with people for a particular healing so they can mm-hmm. come up individually to a team and receive prayer for whatever area that they need healing or strengthening mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. So all those things are part of the conference. It goes Friday night from like 7 till 9.30 mm-hmm. and then Saturday from 9 a.m. to uh, about 6 o'clock. You know, let me ask you something, Father. Um, for those that you know may you know may have a misunderstanding as to the the charismatic uh, movement of the church or uh, anything charismatic, because uh, even for me, let's say uh, when you hear charismatic, you th- you think of the things of the Holy Spirit, and then of course you know uh, we have separated brethren, you know brethren like the Pentecostals who are very big on the Holy Spirit. Uh, what differentiates us? Obviously, the 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 obvious, you know, we're Catholic, uh, right? But, um, you know, for people who maybe think that this charismatic, uh, you know, movement 
isn't quite their thing, but how is it a coming alive and how is it truly uh, living out uh, a life of the Catholic faith in this? Sure. I've actually been, uh, like I said, I'm on this national committee for the charismatic mm-hmm. renewal, which includes English, Spanish, Haitian, Korean, Vietnamese. The, the charismatic in the United States is in a lot of nationality groups throughout the country. And, and so the Lord put on my heart that we needed to write a new kind of resource book explaining what Jesus, John the Baptist says, you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says Pentecost will be a baptism in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't believe like some of the Protestants of rebaptizing, you know, adult people who are baptized as children. Right. No, we believe in the, when you're baptized as a child, is a wonderful thing. You're baptized into a household of the faith. But the Catechism of the Catholic Church says, that grace has to flower in their lives. That's the role of the parents and godparents to teach them, help them understand and give them experiences of the Lord's love and presence. So the grace flowers in their life. And that's really the focus of charismatic renewal is to say, how do you make this grace flower in your life? The Pentecostals, God bless them, they emphasize an experience of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. very similar baptism of the Holy Spirit as mm-hmm. we do in the charismatic renewal, except we see it more as not just an experience, we see it as a coming alive of the sacramental graces that you have already received. An image I give, simple images, when you're baptized as an infant, you're like a glass of milk, and God is like chocolate syrup. And so God pours himself into you. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's all in you, but most of it's laying at the bottom, okay? you know. And so you've got to stir it up, okay? And so the grace of baptism in the Holy Spirit is prayer versus, as I said, understanding the role of the Holy Spirit, and people don't understand it very well. Even priests have not been trained very well about the role of the Holy Spirit. Sure. And um, and then to have a desire for this, because Jesus had the desire to give this gift to mm-hmm. us very strongly. Mm-hmm. He said, it's better that I leave you. Don't do anything until right. the Holy Spirit comes. And so we want to stir up that grace within them. And so that's the difference. We, the Pentecostal Tennessee, it as a experience and kind of thing. We see it as a making alive of the sacramental graces. But we both agree it's for empowering of all the church, and especially the laity. Although priests, we need empowerment just as much as anyone sure. else does. Mm-hmm but so that we can serve, we can bring the good news. Pope Francis wrote a document called Evangelii Gaudium, the joy of the gospel about evangelization. And his last chapter of that is called Spirit-Filled Evangelizers. He says we need missionary disciples. Every Catholic needs to be a missionary disciple. You all have a mission. And the only way you can live that mission is the Holy Spirit gives you guidance and strength right. to live out that particular mission. Wow, how beautifully put. Yes. Now, I'm always going to... So a little little side note, okay? So one of my late snacks in the <laughs> evening is like frozen chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Mm. So <laughs> now each time Good. I go make it, I, I certainly will. Uh, you know, oh, I follow, hope Ubi is listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I want to ask you, you know, something else, Father. Um a lot of times when we talk about the, the charismatic uh, gifts of the Spirit uh, and, and such, uh, you have uh, people, uh, you know, feel very confident that they've, uh, they've awakened this gift of prophecy, the gift of healing, and all these gifts, right? How can you really discern whether or not it's, it's true or not? And, and I, I know, and maybe I'm speaking for skeptics out there. I don't know. I'm just, sure. I'm just kind of bringing this up. Uh, but, you know, how do you know what is authentic? What's an authentic gift? I mean, that's a great question. St. Paul says, do not stifle the Spirit, 
Don't despise prophetic utterances, meaning inspirations that people may receive, but test everything and hold on to what is good. Amen. So, you know, I've been involved in this movement for 50 years plus, mm-hmm. and so, and I've seen great graces, but I also see people that don't always discern it as well as they should, sure. don't always test it, that they think they're getting messages and they're telling people things that they really shouldn't be telling them. Right. Not every thought that comes into my mind, I believe, is a, is a prophecy from God. Yeah. But at the same time, I know in my ministry, and I do lots of pastoral counseling, spiritual ministry of various sorts, if I wasn't open to the guidance of the Holy Spirit, it would have much less effect. Sure. You know, what I do is when I'm talking with someone or praying with someone, I'm listening, and sometimes just a, an insight or a thought comes to me, and I'll and I'll never say to someone, the Holy Spirit told me to tell you this. I, I never say that, even though I might believe it. Yeah. I'll, I'll test it. What I'll do okay. is I'll say, you know, while we were talking, while we were praying, this came to mind. Does okay. that make sense to you? And if they, if they say, oh, yeah, that does, yeah. well, then I'll follow up with it because I sure. tested it and sure. it seemed to hit them. And, you know, and it, I may have been, it might have been right, but it might not have been the right time for them to sure. hear it either. So, but I always test it first. I don't just tell people. And, and some people get too carried away. Right. God told me to tell you this. God yeah. told me to tell you that. I said, I, I never do that. I always say, but I trust the Holy Spirit is guiding mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Twice in my life, I've gone on long trips to visit my sisters at a certain point in their life because the Holy, one time I hitchhiked, was a college. I went hitchhike for three and a half hours to <laughs> go see my sister because God just put in my heart, this is a time that they're really open to something new. Mm-hmm. And both times they made significant decisions yeah. that really made a huge difference for their lives. And it was only because the Holy Spirit gave me an inspiration. Hey, this is the time to go see them. This is the time to visit them. How about that? Yes, and and we're talking about the Holy. This is this is the theme right now. Is the gifts of the Holy Spirit, sure. and I think a lot of Catholics and I, and myself included, um, especially when I reconverted back into the church, sure. I didn't even understand the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Right. And I'm sure there's a lot of folks listening. Can you talk a little bit about the specifics about the gifts? Sure. Well, in Scripture, actually, a lot of people in uh, especially in confirmation preparation, mm-hmm. there's two kinds of gifts of the Spirit in the Scriptures. Most we talk about the gifts that are from the prophet Isaiah chapter 11. Mm-hmm. It says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and strength or fortitude, a spirit of piety and the fear of the Lord. And and we, we hear more about those, and those are kind of really sometimes they're called sanctification gifts. I don't like to use that word myself. I'm a theologian. But uh, <laughs> they're really the leadership gifts of the Messiah to make good choices. Because right after that says, don't judge by appearance or hearsay. Make your ch- choices with wisdom, understanding, knowledge, counsel, and have the fortitude to follow up right. with it. And the fear of the Lord to really want what God wants to follow up with it. And then it says, the wolf and the lamb will lie down together. And the members all these yes. animals that eat people, <laughs> yeah. eat other animals and ones that are passive. And so it's, uh, these are gifts that help you to be a good leader by understanding, making good choices, and helping reconcile people. So we definitely need those gifts. But the other kind of spiritual gifts is what's called the charisms. And you look in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, under charisms in the back, there's a whole section in the Catechism of the Catholic Church on charisms and how... The church encourages us open to charisms. And those are spiritual gifts for ministry. They're for reaching out in service. So um, prophecy simply means you're open to inspiration and how God may be leading you or God's helping you to serve another person. 
prayer gifts of healing to pray with other people in a particular way. Uh, gifts, I always tell parents, you need a gift of pastoring. I mean, you've got a little flock. It's your, called your family, okay? So you should be, I mean, you're not pastoring a whole church, but you should be praying for pastoring. Gifts of administration, that's kind of a practical gift, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I plan and organize and do the things I need? Pray for that gift if you have to do those kinds of things. Gift of word of wisdom or knowledge is more an inspiration. What's my teenager going through? Why is he doing all that? What is, what's he doing? And sometimes you pray, and, and first you get a knowledge. Okay, this is what's going on in them. And then wisdom is how do you then act? How, what, is, it, is it time to really lay down the law? Or is it time to say, I see you're making, you messed up, but you're really trying, so keep up the good work. You know, when you need to be more encouraging, when you need to, hey, wait a second, man, you're hurting yourself, you're hurting someone else. I taught high school 10 years, and I always say, Holy Spirit, what's <laughs> going to help this kid right now? What's going to help this kid right now? So the charisms are more gifts for ministry. They include mercy. They include service gifts. They include evangelization. You are in evangelization ministry. So we pray for gifts of evangelization to uh, proclaim the good news. And I I see those gifts working in you. So God bless you for that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we got just about five minutes left, Father. Uh, And I want to really talk more about uh, the, you know, the San Antonio Regional Catholic Charismatic Conference. Um, what, what can people expect to, to, to get out of this uh, in attending? Is there a cost for attending? But more importantly, you know, what is it that is good, you know, that they're going to experience in, in, in such? Sure. First of all, uh, people can sign up by either, uh, uh, getting on our web page where you can sign up on that, which is www.cccrsa.net. And so that they can sign up there mm-hmm. or they can call the center. The center's open Monday through Friday from 10 to 2. So Monday through Friday, 10 to 2 at 210-226-7545. Um, and so it's going to be March 3rd and 4th. And like I said, I mean, we cover every Catholic topic, mm-hmm. but with a special emphasis on how the Holy Spirit relates. That that's our that's our calling. Mm-hmm. You know, every div- divine mercy groups they should cover every Catholic topic with a special emphasis on divine mercy. Right. The Redemptorist priests they do every topic, but a special focus on the cross of Jesus. So yeah. everyone has a particular. My community, the Brothers of the Beloved Disciple, we emphasize three things: everyone being a disciple yes. that knows that they're loved by Jesus the power of the Holy Spirit and the charismatic dimension of the church mm-hmm. and taking Mary as a spiritual mother. So Amen. we our order came out of the charismatic renewal. Okay. And so you see on our cross, we have the beloved disciple, Mary, and the Holy Spirit. Because in John's gospel, it says he handed over the spirit. Yeah. He didn't just give up his last breath. He actually hands over the spirit. So we emphasize those three things, forming disciples who are really strong in the Lord, living in the power of the Holy Spirit with Mary as a, a spiritual mother. So really, in coming to this, I believe the, the gift of the Eucharist will become more alive for you through the Holy Spirit. Sure. That and I we th- need that. Yes. We need and, that today. And to be able to grow in how to pray and how to really rejoice and, and praise God. Like I said, we'll also be talking about the healing power of the Eucharist and have an opportunity for people to receive grace of healing and empowerment through the Holy Spirit. You know, you had mentioned that. How many years has this been going? Over 20 years, 25 years? Sure, yeah, at least that long. Wow. Uh, what are, you know, some of the takeaways that you personally have, you know, some of the fruits that you've seen firsthand, you know, um, you know, what do you enjoy most about, you know, being part of these conferences, Father? Yeah. Well, like I said, our special emphasis is, is 
the Holy Spirit makes alive the things of Jesus and the things of the church. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, we cover everything that's part of the life of the church, but we believe that the Holy Spirit, St. John of Avila says, first, if you understand it better and you desire it more, that happens. So I, you know, I also get a chance because I've been on these national committees to speak at conferences around the whole United States. I've spoken at 40 some different cities, something like that. And to be able to see how, as people understand the Holy Spirit better, and they're given an opportunity to make a commitment to Jesus. I always say, every prayer ends with, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and Jesus means Savior, so we have to recognize he's our Savior. Mm-hmm. Lord means he's our Master, and mm-hmm. we're his disciples, so we have to learn to be disciples. And Christ means the giver of the Holy Spirit. So if people understand Jesus as Savior, they understand making him your Lord and be his disciple, and you're open to the Holy Spirit, then you can say amen. <laughs> you actually receive the gift. And that's what I see happening most, people's faith becoming more alive, mm-hmm. leading them to be more active in their church and more active in their faith. Amen to that. Again, folks, if you're just tuning in, this is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host for the program. Every Monday at noon, joined by uh, Miss Trish Lujan, my wonderful co-host, having this wonderful conversation uh, with Father Bob Hogan, pastor at St. Henry Catholic Church and director uh, for the Catholic Center for Charismatic Renewal. Right here uh, in in San Antonio, we were discussing, um, you know, again, just so much about the charismatic movement. We've been talking about the the conference that's going to be taking place place March 3rd and March 4th. Um, again, you know, we, we talk about how, you know, here in this upcoming season of Lent, how much there is to offer, um, you know, or how much is being offered to, to us, the faithful, right? If we would just go ahead and and take that step forward. Yes, and be know? open. Be open and, to the yeah, Holy And be yes. open to the Holy Spirit, right, Father? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and to tell people, I mean, my encouragement, you know, my background is I'm I taught high school religion for 10 years. I then taught college theology for 10 years. Wow. And so, um, you know, obviously I believe in the grace of the charismatic renewal and making our Mary, and uh, my, my doctorate's in Mary and the Holy Spirit, Mary and theology and the holy role of the Holy Spirit. And Mary says, my soul proclaims the greatness Amen. of the Lord. Amen. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. So yeah. we are trying to be Marian. We're trying to be people yes. who proclaim God yeah. and rejoice in God through the grace of the Holy Spirit. Wow. I'm going to have you back on for yes, another show on that. Man, you just, just keep going, Father Bob. <laughs> that's right. You, you all need to give him his own show. That's right. You know? I don't know if you have a minute. <laughs> Last thing I can say is we offer a number of programs to parishes. I do a program on forming missionary disciples, mm-hmm. which is a seven-part one. Of course, our Life in the Spirit seminar is our more common one. We do training for teams to prayer ministry and how they can pray with other people. And we also do one on the role of spiritual gifts for every ministry. How do you receive and be open to spiritual gifts for ministry? So those are things we can offer to parishes and to groups. How about that? And uh, for all that information, it's all on the website, I'm assuming, Father? Yes. If you go to our website, uh, you'll get that information. Excellent. And that website, again, is CCC. RSA.net. I'm looking at the website right now. Uh, you can sign up for the, uh, the 2023 regional charismatic conference. Uh, it's got, you know, in about us section, uh, you know, the masses, the prayer groups, uh, resources. Again, just so much, uh, to, to really participate in. And what better time than right now yeah. with Lent on our doorsteps? Uh, to be able to, to to really, you know, do some things, you know, start some spiritual exercises to help us, uh, you know, really prepare to receive Jesus, you know, at Easter. 
Uh, and that's what this whole 40-day period really is, is about, is to really uh, deepen our, our faith um, you know, in what we in what we profess and what we proclaim and what we celebrate there at Easter. Amen. Final thoughts, uh, Trish. Yes, go, folks. Uh, March third to the fourth. You don't want to miss it. I think you're going to have a wonderful, uh, not not just a wonderful time, but this is going to be an encounter. It's an awakening, yes. like Father said, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And uh, you know, Father, mm-hmm. before uh, the music cuts us off, uh, we got just a a couple of minutes. Would you leave us uh, with a blessing? Heavenly Father, we thank you that you love the world so much you send us your beloved Son. And he loved us so much he laid down his life for us. And then he sent the Holy Spirit, which is the love of God poured into our hearts. The Holy Spirit pours the love of God in our hearts. Continue to bless this ministry at Guadalupe Radio. Bless our archdiocese. May we all be led by the Holy Spirit so that others' faith may be awakened, especially those who are far from the church and allow your grace be on this station and on all of us to be proclaimers of the good news and the power of the Holy Spirit. And I give a blessing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Bob, thank you so very much. Just know that you are always welcome here uh, to discuss all things, I'm telling you. Amen. so. Yes. <laughs> but uh, Trisha, what are your final thoughts uh you know, leading up to, to Lent with just a minute to go. Yeah, uh, we're, we're preparing as best as we can. Mm-hmm. It's coming up and we're, we're just not, you never feel prepared enough. So. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, again, I can't say it enough. Uh, get, you know, do something. Pick a spiritual exercise to to, to, to do. Maybe start praying. Uh, you, maybe you don't have to start praying the entire rosary right now, but you know what? Start with a decade. Yes. You know, I, I'm going to try to, you know, make it to an extra mass, uh, you know, e- each week. But, you know, make sure that this time is really, it, it becomes fruitful. Right. You know, I mean, again, these weeks, they go by quick. I don't want to look up, you know, uh, in that last week before, uh, you know, Easter and like, oh, my gosh, it's already up. Kind of like this show. It's already up. (laughs) Yeah. So until next week, folks, let's all continue to labor with love, joy and zeal in our hearts. In his vineyard. God bless all of you. And thanks for tuning in. Charismatic Renewal Center's yearly youth explosion is on its way. This will take place on March 25th at St. Henry's Hall. 13 years of age and up are welcome. For more information and to learn how to register, call the Charismatic Renewal Center at 210-226-7545. That number is 210-226-7545. The Guadalupe Radio Network would like to thank Laro and Ana Perez, owners of Lorica Bookstore, for their support of Catholic Radio here in San Antonio. Lorica Bookstore is an online store offering a variety of Catholic books for children and adolescents. Their mission is to help parents, guardians, and godparents find resources to teach children the faith and grow in knowledge. Their website is loricabookstore.com. Thank you, Lorica Bookstore, for your support of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, folks. This is Sean, your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network here in South and Central Texas. And I'm inviting the ladies and the men out there tuning in right now to register and reserve your table or seat for this year's Fishers of Men Benefit Dinner taking place on Thursday, April 13th at the Banquet Hall at Holy Trinity Catholic Church. Monsignor Charles Pope. 
pastor at Holy Comforter St. Cyprian Catholic Church in Washington, D.C., and longtime Catholic media contributor, will be our keynote speaker and is sure to inspire. The Daughters of Mary Help of Christians, also known affectionately as the Salesian Sisters, will be recognized as this year's Fishers of Men honorees for their shining example in living out the virtues of faith, hope, and charity. Join us for a faith-filled evening celebrating Catholic Radio in South and Central Texas and our special guests. Go to grnonline.com and click on local events to register. Celebrating the culture of life. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. And also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone. 